0: Welcome to Immerse Prophets, reading for week 16, day 78.
1: Immersed in Joel It's not clear when Joel lived and prophesied, and we know very little about him. However, there are some good reasons to believe that he was one of the latest prophets. This is suggested by several elements in his prophecies. For example, he makes reference to the Greeks, whose influence did not reach the land of Judah until after the return from exile. Another indication is that he appears to make allusions to many earlier prophets. He frequently echoes their phrases, probably to show that the whole prophetic tradition stands behind his message. For example, In a combined allusion, Joel echoes both Ezekiel's frequent statement, Then you will know that I am the Lord, and Isaiah's repeated insistence, I am the Lord, and there is no other. Sometimes Joel ironically reverses the images found in earlier prophets' oracles. Micah and Isaiah share an oracle that says, They will hammer their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. But Joel says, Hammer your plowshares into swords, and your pruning hooks into spears. Such reversals are effective only, of course, if the image is already known in its original form. A standard feature of God's covenant with Israel was that the people's response to God would determine whether they experienced blessings or curses in the land God had given them. This element can clearly be seen in the presentations of God's instructions in books like Deuteronomy and Leviticus. Israel's prophets assume this structure in Israel's covenant relationship with God, announcing the consequences both for the people's loyalty and for their unfaithfulness. The prophets frequently follow a certain order in their writings. First, they address the wrongdoings of God's covenant people, including promises of just punishment. Next, they typically present oracles against other nations, followed by hope-filled visions of ultimate restoration and renewal. Joel's oracles begin in the usual way, describing judgment against Israel But then he changes the common pattern, speaking of Israel's restoration before turning to announce judgment against other nations. Joel identifies the judgment as the day of the Lord coming in the form of a devastating locust attack. Ahead of them the land lies as beautiful as the Garden of Eden. Behind them is nothing but desolation. Not one thing escapes. God calls the people to respond to this plague with repentance. Then, in a stunning oracle revealing God's longing to bless the land and make it flourish again, Joel presents an extended vision of renewal and life. Surely the Lord has done great things. Don't be afraid, O land. Be glad now and rejoice. For the Lord has done great things. Don't be afraid, you animals of the field, for the wilderness pastures will soon be green. The trees will again be filled with fruit. Fig trees and grapevines will be loaded down once more. Like many of the other prophets, Joel looks forward to an era when God will do brand new things in his dealings with humanity. Just as Jeremiah foresaw a new covenant and Ezekiel envisioned a people with a new heart and a new spirit, God says through Joel, I will pour out my spirit on all people and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The prophets serve as God's covenant messengers to the people of Israel in their own day. But Joel reveals that God's purposes have always been to extend his covenant of love to all nations.
0: The Prophet Joel The Lord gave this message to Joel, son of Pethuel. Hear this, you leaders of the people. Listen, all who live in the land. In all your history... Has anything like this happened before? Tell your children about it in the years to come, and let your children tell their children. Pass the story down from generation to generation. After the cutting locusts finished eating the crops, the swarming locusts took what was left. After them came the hopping locusts, and then the stripping locusts too. Wake up, you drunkards, and weep. Wail, all you wine drinkers. All the grapes are ruined, and all your sweet wine is gone. A vast army of locusts has invaded my land, a terrible army too numerous to count. Its teeth are like lion's teeth, its fangs like those of a lioness. It has destroyed my grapevines and ruined my fig trees, stripping their bark and destroying it, leaving the branches white and bare. Weep like a bride dressed in black mourning the death of her husband. For there is no grain or wine to offer at the temple of the Lord. So the priests are in mourning. The ministers of the Lord are weeping. The fields are ruined. The land is stripped bare. The grain is destroyed. The grapes have shriveled. And the olive oil is gone. Despair, all you farmers. Wail, all you vine growers. Weep, because the wheat and barley All the crops of the field are ruined. The grapevines have dried up and the fig trees have withered. The pomegranate trees, palm trees, and apple trees, all the fruit trees have dried up, and the people's joy has dried up with them. Dress yourselves in burlap and weep, you priests. Wail, you who serve before the altar. Come, spend the night in burlap, you ministers of my God. For there is no grain or wine to offer at the temple of your god announce a time of fasting call the people together for a solemn meeting bring the leaders and all the people of the land into the temple of the lord your god and cry out to him there the day of the lord is near the day when destruction comes from the almighty how terrible that day will be our food disappears before our very eyes. No joyful celebrations are held in the house of our God. The seeds die in the parched ground, and the grain crops fail. The barns stand empty, and granaries are abandoned. How the animals moan with hunger. The herds of cattle wander about confused, because they have no pasture. The flocks of sheep and goats bleat in misery. Lord, help us. The fire has consumed the wilderness pastures, and flames have burned up all the trees. Even the wild animals cry out to you, because the streams have dried up, and fire has consumed the wilderness pastures. Sound the trumpet in Jerusalem, raise the alarm on my holy mountain. Let everyone tremble in fear, because the day of the Lord is upon us. It is a day of darkness and gloom a day of thick clouds and deep blackness. Suddenly, like dawn spreading across the mountains, a great and mighty army appears. Nothing like it has been seen before or will ever be seen again. Fire burns in front of them and flames follow after them. Ahead of them, the land lies as beautiful as the Garden of Eden. Behind them is nothing but desolation. Not one thing escapes. They look like horses. They charge forward like warhorses. Look at them as they leap along the mountaintops. Listen to the noise they make, like the rumbling of chariots, like the roar of fire sweeping across a field of stubble, or like a mighty army moving into battle. Fear grips all the people. Every face grows pale with terror. The attackers march like warriors and scale city walls like soldiers. Straightforward they march, never breaking rank. They never jostle each other. Each moves in exactly the right position. They break through defenses without missing a step. They swarm over the city and run along its walls. They enter all the houses, climbing like thieves through the windows. The earth quakes as they advance, and the heavens tremble. The sun and moon grow dark, and the stars no longer shine." The Lord is at the head of the column. He leads them with a shout. This is His mighty army, and they follow His orders. The day of the Lord is an awesome, terrible thing. Who can possibly survive? That is why the Lord says, Turn to me now, while there is time. Give me your hearts. Come with fasting, weeping, and mourning. Don't tear your clothing in your grief but tear your hearts instead. Return to the Lord your God, for He is merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. He is eager to relent and not punish. Who knows? Perhaps He will give you a reprieve, sending you a blessing instead of this curse. Perhaps you will be able to offer grain and wine to the Lord your God as before.